Hello guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com. I made you a promise at the beginning of part one of this week's episode that you would probably really, really love it. And I think I kept that promise. It was heavy, filthy rock and roll. In part two, I am going to keep or maintain that promise. I think you're going to love this as well. I promise you, in fact, that you're going to love this as well because this is messed up and moody. That's what we're calling part two this week. Messed up and moody. It is, as is the tradition, a little bit tripped out, a little bit out there, a little bit wacko uh, with some cool electronic tunes, some acoustic tunes, some tripped out stuff, some instrumentals, uh, just some weird kind of crazy stuff and um, there are brilliant brilliant songs all over this uh, there's a great one called silence uh, by a band whose name i can't pronounce so i won't even attempt to um which i've listened to i reckon 25 30 times over the last couple of days like it's one of those just really gets stuck in your head that's well worth listening out for uh, but there's all kinds of cool music we really appreciate all the bands that send us amazing music and allow us to do this and uh, put this kind of stuff together it's it's pretty incredible and we're pretty lucky to be honest with you so thank you very much for that thank you very much for listening of course because if no one listened to it well actually we did anyway but we do appreciate you listening to it that's pretty awesome and we really hope you enjoy it um as always you can go to newmusicsaturday.com and find out some other cool stuff about the show and stuff like that we're going to update that website soon as well i haven't done that for a little while so we're going to uh, put some new stuff on there in the meantime enjoy part two we're going back down the rabbit pole rabbit pole (laughs) we're going back down the rabbit hole uh for something that's messed up and moody enjoy Sounds like rock and or roll. I just looked out there and there's puddles of water all over the freaking stage. <laughs> yeah, well, look, I don't want to lie to you, boys. Uh, six days a week, the place is a hockey rink. Yeah, well, this is a rock concert, not the bleeding splish splash show. And welcome back to New Music Study Part 2 with myself, the Doc of Rock, Dr. Bones, and the guitarist, every which they were, Mike Five, man. What's happening, buddy? We're back for Part 2 already. Oh, man. Yeah, we're, we're sort of on time, which is amazing. Kind of sort of, right? <laughs> yeah, kind of sort of nearly. Anyone listening live, thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is as close to on time we've been in three and a half years, I think. I mean... um, <laughs> We're still late, but uh, yeah, it's part one was heavy and I adored it. 
and I know what's coming in part two. I know it's completely different, and I know I adore it for different reasons. And I, it's oh man, what a show we put together tonight! This is brilliant. Um, well, I just I'm really excited. I can't wait. Well, you know, as much as possible, we try to keep things fresh and kind of switch stuff up a little bit here and there, make certain changes to kind of make the show flow better and uh, kind of keep to what uh, the the audience wants plus what we want as well, right? I mean. What we yeah. want is not necessarily ever going ever gonna to change. I mean, we always we play the stuff we like, and we try to fit it together as much as possible. But I like having the two like hugely differentiated parts of the show. You know, I like to do like kind of metal, kind of pop and stuff, a little bit alternative part one. But then I like to like just trip out to the second part and go right down the rabbit hole. And that's why we're getting a lot of good submissions for that. But that's why we're dipping back and in, in the past a little bit with the bands are still around but have really checked out songs from the past that just kind of fit the, the profile because today I was a little bit behind and the reason being is because I was looking for the Gypsy Ghost and I thought mm. hard drives are no problem I know I have a CD and I was like I was looking I have a couple of spots where my CDs are so I got a tower you know I got a big roommate bin downstairs and they got like a little um, <clears throat> basket up front which has all the all the indie unsigned uh, CDs in there and I can't, yeah. so I'm looking for it. I can't find it. And M says, "Well, once check that's the goal. That's a great idea." It's like, "Ooh, it's a good found." It's like, "No, I open it up." And just goes like, "Well, hands of blues in here. What's hands of blue in here?" You know? <laughs> so I'll, I'll figure out. Okay, you know what? I'll hi, you find hands of blue uh, album uh, album casing, and I'll find I'll find just goes okay, cool. Hands of blues. Like, oh right, here it is. Open up. System of a down. What the hell? <laughs> so, and then I finally did find it within the same box. I can't remember which which case it pulled out. I was just like, oh, here it is. And then I was like, I was like, yes, I found it. Not the right case, but you know. So um, it was a bit of a trip to find it because I thought it was stuck to my hard drive, but uh, apparently wasn't. But no big deal because I knew I had CD anyways. So I, I like song, that you kind of went on a quest though. I think pretty that's pretty much, and that's what took a bit of time. Yeah. I mean, it didn't waste a whole lot of time, but. You know, I went downstairs and went through about, I don't know, how many seats down there. Came to the towers. Nope, 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 nope. I was like, oh, yeah, fine. Perfect. So, <clears throat> we have a very tricked out part two to get to. And we are going to be kicking off with the Knievel Dead, with the make, Makes No Sense from their new EP, um, The Future Never Comes. It's a great EP. And this is what came with the t-shirt and the package that I bought off their band camp, which is totally worth it. And uh, glad to finally have it. And Mike has his too. So... Like Cheers, we brother. always do, what we're going to do is we're going to start off part two with the Knievel. Well, well it's going to be a trivial part two, obviously, but we're going to start off with the Knievel Dead. <laughs> it makes no sense, but we have our new backdrop to the start of it. So we're going to shut the mics off now, and we're going to go from our, our uh, uh, opener and right into Knievel Dead. So have a listen to a Miss Alice in Wonderland. Dig this. <laughs> Of falling downstairs. Listen. 
Evil Dead makes no sense, and it's funny because, uh, like I said, Chris Mack is uh, ordering a group uh, message uh, with a, a mic on Messenger and Facebook, <laughs> and Chris puts "Shut up, Bones, just play some songs," and it's like, okay, well, I was like, well, you know, suck it, Chris, like laugh my ass off, and just the gifts I went back and forth just got a little out of hand, ridiculous, kind of escalated pretty quickly, but pretty funny nonetheless. But man, what a, what a way to start part two. The Knievel Dead with makes no sense and always tripped out as usual. And these guys, they just, it's, 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 it's hard to kind of describe their mix, which is not a bad thing. I mean, because they're kind of eerie and creepy. And, and it's, it's like, it's, it's almost like a mix of the Monsters and Ants family. Like, I just like, with, with like, just, just downtrown, like, earlier 60s, 70s vibes. And just, oh my God, this, this stuff's awesome. Love it. <laughs> it's cool, man, because it's got that kind of hard hitting, uh, stoner rock kind of guitar and then he's got quite a sort of laid back chilled out tripped out kind of vocal which is cool and the combination works really well great songwriting from these guys they really are brilliant um, and the, the cd is awesome the t-shirt is awesome uh, i'm sure i've thanked you before but thank you once again for for getting me that and sending that across that's brilliant uh, and i will remember at some point to take a picture of t-shirt and the cds and i will remember uh, to our friends at grace and danger to take a picture um of me wearing your t-shirt which you asked for which is a bit creepy uh-huh. but i will send it if it helps with your marketing or whatever i will send it quite happily <laughs> um, I, keep, I keep i just wear shit and i forget like i'm not the kind of oh i must take a selfie kind of person i, I just always forget uh, but i will do that because it's well, important to support see bands. the thing is i i've done that all the way along it's it, a, a way to say thank you know post it on facebook instagram just to show them that you know that i got the stuff the stuff's awesome so much besides sending like an email or a message so i wanted to uh, uh promote me more by showing that so that's why i, you're, I yeah do. you're really good at that i well, i'm kind of like oh this is amazing and i go oh thank you so much and i send them a message and then i forget that no one else can see that and maybe it's good for them <laughs> but, <laughs> well, I, I, gonna, i'm gonna try and get better at that I, I also did do it with uh, with uh, um, 
the first uh, um, um, uh, one in the five trees something evolved. Remember, like I remember that. Like, yeah, guitar up and everything. So yeah, was, yeah, you're playing the guitar. It's a brilliant picture. We um, the thing is, we used it in our marketing. Oh, yeah. so I know how important it is. <laughs> I'm just not really good at doing it. I tell you what, though. Speaking of social media, I, I probably told you this. But I actually got banned from Twitter this week. Yes, I saw that. He got put in Twitter jail, apparently. I got put in Twitter jail. Do you know why I got put in Twitter jail? For because following stuff that makes no sense. That's a point of Twitter. You're supposed to follow yeah. and retweet. Like it's 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 so, a, a marketing and networking sort of thing, right? So apparently, I was liking, retweeting, and following too much. I'm like. Isn't that what I'm here for? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Isn't that the entire point? Like, what in the actual fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, think, I don't know. I, I was like, I didn't do much last weekend because, you know, I don't know if Twitter noticed, but there's a global pandemic on, so I'm not really going out much. And, uh, and so I, I probably did spend quite a bit of time on Twitter looking at stuff going, oh, that's funny, I'll retweet that. Uh, or, oh, that's cool. Be, you know. Anyway, apparently you can't do that. So... Um, <laughs> But I'm back. I'm out of Twitter jail. Uh, lots of people are very kind and retweeted some stuff and shared some stuff and the rest of it. So thank you to everyone. Especially um, the metal um, birds, man. We've got to give it out to them. So. Yeah, the metal birds, that they specifically requested a story from you, I think. <laughs> I can't remember how that conversation went. It was very surreal. Well, it's it uh, one, it it one of the one of the fake stories you made up. I was trying to think. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I have quite an interesting story that you want. I mean, like, <laughs> something to do with... Mindset. I'm sure there was something to do with the modest campfire and half a pint of orange juice. And you'd well, be, the only story I can offer. The only story I can offer. This happened about three years ago, and uh, Em and I went out to a show. It was for uh, um, Anne's birthday from Nimue. So Nimue was playing with uh, Gypsy Ghost and uh, um, uh, what's it called? Um, no, they weren't there. Uh, uh, with Andy Chillman, the Chillman. Oh, yeah. So, no, we went there. We left a little bit early. No big deal. So, we were leaving. And <clears throat> before I called the cab, um, I had to go to the washroom. And uh, she told me that she went the next day. It's like, it's like, well, she goes, you convinced me that it was a good good idea and it was okay that you went pee on a lamppost under the lamppost light. Like, and, <laughs> so, so, that 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 did happen. And, you know, there's <laughs> the first time... First time she picked me up, I got to a buddy's house because um, he had gone on as a pilot with one of the Canadian Airlines. So we know at the same time, so we had to celebrate. So she came to pick me up at his house. And of course, no, I'm leaving. I'm paying attention. Like, oh, goodbye, goodbye. I trip down the stairs. And then I do a side, I do a side swipe. So pretty much me, like, I kind of tripped and kind of kind of dragged myself on the side on the side of my body. So I had mud, like, all over my face. And, of course, again, the car. She's like, hi, how are you? I was like, was it all your face? I think so much. <laughs> Did you trip? I was like, well, yeah. And it was funny because when I tripped, she would have seen it, but she had like she she was in her car parked and she had just looked down at her phone as I was going down and you know, <laughs> came the bottom of the side of my face. So you know, good good times when we first meet. The fact that she's still with me is, is like sort of a miracle because I mean, like <laughs> because I I can be a bit of a dumbass sometimes and, and you know like not intentionally, but. So, uh, I love that both parts of this show have started with a clumsy falling over story. One from me and one from oh, you. Oh, I, I, I've, I've had numerous, trust me. <laughs> oh, same, man. Yeah, we could, we could do a whole separate side yeah, podcast. Exactly, right? 
times we've fallen over. I'll tell you about the time I broke my elbow in three places trying to skateboard down a corridor. But I'm not going to tell you now. I'll tell you on a separate podcast. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, that, that's, a, that's a good one. So I've never broken a bone, mind you, but uh, I, I have quite lost stitches because of something stupid, but that just... <laughs> Well, short and skinny was at an old apartment. I was knocking on the on the bedroom window, old old building, old window. Hit sweet spot. My arm went through it, and I got I ended up getting eight stitches. <laughs> so that that's the short and skinny of it. So, and it looked like crime scene because the apartment was on the bottom floor. So there's a trail of the blood to the sliding door to get into the apartment, right? So <laughs> yeah. So eight stitches later, and you know, I I was in ER for about six hours, and. <laughs> So, you know, I finally get in. I got there about 6.30, and I finally get in around midnight. And just because, you know, they have a lot of uh, um, EMS drop-offs. So, you know, um, uh, ambulance uh, drop-offs get first priority. Sure, whatever. I wasn't in any dire need. But it was it was funny because when I went to the triage nurse, um, she goes, well, how did it happen? I said, well, you know, it's not going to win. when my arm went through. And she goes, well, what happened before? And I said, well, you know, I, 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 I had some pasta and I took a nap. She goes, you took a nap? I said, it's like, no, 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 before it happened. She's like, oh, 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 oh. Okay. <laughs> she thought they shut, shut up my arm through the window and then took a nap. She's like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> it's like, I napped and then that was after the fact. She's like, oh, okay, now that makes better sense. I did, then, um, uh, uh, again, I won't tell the whole story, but I, I, I did injure myself quite badly and then um, actually went out again and then came back and I couldn't make it home and I stayed in my, my friend's house because I'd sort of injured my leg doing yeah, stupid basically. And um, <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> and I, I woke up uh, and we'd kind of tourniqueted there was this big hole in my leg. It was bleeding. And we sort of tourniqueted it when we were all drunk. And I woke up and my leg was turning blue. I was like, shit. <laughs> so I got a pair of scissors. I was like, like cutting myself. Anyway, 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 that is definitely a separate podcast that we should do, which would be hilarious for us and no one else in this. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but I'm up for it. <laughs> so right. what's next? Uh, next up, we have a Mr. Lord Numb. And this is off uh, an old EP called Vintage Numb. And the song is called The Chicken Mangle Disco. Dig this. <laughs> My, my name is Ernie Angle. I work the chicken mango at the chicken mango Oh, my God. 
right on. That was Lord Numb with a chicken mango disco off one of his old EPs called Vintage Numb. And that was awesome. And just because I was thinking about it, because I was looking at, at uh, all my, my Lord Numb collection, I was thinking, like, well, I definitely want to play Lord Numb tonight, but what's something we haven't played in a while? And like, that still tripped out. I was like, oh, that's right. It's like Vintage Numb. This is a killer EP. So I was going to like, oh, this one. The chicken mango disco. <laughs> and just, just nailed it. And it's awesome stuff. And you know, he was working on some new stuff, and I'm guessing because um, they can't get into the studio, I'm not sure what's going on with that. Hopefully they, they can do it uh, um, um, electronically, you know, uh, virtually, So, and get mm. a new EP out, because he did say about two months ago-ish, they were working on some new stuff, so probably right before lockdown, which, but either way, hopefully those stuff will come out soon, either way, but his, his other stuff is always cool and awesome, so always happy to play it. Yeah, man, I mean, wow. Yeah. <laughs> It's just so messed up. It's brilliant. <laughs> um, yeah, that tune's amazing. Like it's, I haven't had that for a long time either, and it's it. I just forgot how good it is. And you're right, that whole EP is brilliant. Um, it's it's really really good. But that is just like it. I don't know. It's kind of funky. It's slightly kind of eight bit. It's got that, you know, <laughs> Did you hear that? kind of. Noise. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> uh, 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 th- that was uh, Miss M's phone. She just realized she could look at her and say, Oh, I'm sorry. Like, just, just like, shut up, shut up, Way to ruin my review. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, way to ruin my review, Kim. Way to go. Sorry. <laughs> hey, sorry. <laughs> well, uh, whatever. Continue. I was just saying how great the tune was, but if you don't care. Um, no, it was. <laughs> that is uh, I haven't got anything else to say anyway it's just messed up and brilliant Um, and I've just posted uh, a gif of Kermit dancing which is basically how that tune made me feel (laughs) (laughs) that's the best I can do with that it's just fucking brilliant (laughs) uh, right now man well before we get to our next tune uh, just because it's possible (laughs) they can I I switched uh, my my Siri um, from North American to just check this out Hey Siri, who's Basil Faulty? Here's what I found. <laughs> <See that? laughs> nice. So yeah, Miss Miss Siri is British now. <laughs> nice, that's cool. So yeah, and it's funny too because now like around the house, if we ask Siri or whatever, uh, uh, Kim always says, "Oh yeah, oh, I always forget you just switched your your Siri to to, uh, to British, right?" So <laughs> I love it. I mean. Mine's British anyway, but seriously, I know, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, great, good. <laughs> Sorry, I was just laughing at Chris Maxfield, like you know, like a, a stand from South Park. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> so, uh, right, so there's next... a whole there's a whole dimension here, by the way. Oh, so I know. That's good. Us like... talking live about gifts that no one else can see, which is kind of weird for people listening yeah. right we'll, now. We'll but it's even weirder possible. for people yeah. that are listening in the future. On this, yeah. like, what are the other? Anyway, yeah, it's, it's, yeah you have we'll to try to post yeah. as much as possible. You apologize, but we're just having a good time here. So, um, oh yeah. The one, thing, the one question I had is obviously, you know, there's a, a lot of these like. Um, youtubers and that sort of thing that uh do their podcast live like we do but they videotape it now would you guys be interested because if i videotape the show if i'm doing it right now <clears throat> the only problem is is you'll only hear me 
<clears throat> and you won't hear mic or the tunes because I'm plugged in with a mic and headphones. Now, <clears throat> would that be something you people be interested in? Like if I just videotape me for like a short period of time, or would you rather try to hear it live and we'll somehow try to work that out? Like we'd love your feedback. Please let us know because we want to improve the show as much as possible. And, you know, we want to make it uh, awesome for both you and ourselves as well. So please let us know. So um, that being said, we'll move on to our next band. And this is awesome because the band is, uh, it says the band name is a band called Paul. And when I think of that, the first thing I think of is Family Guy with Mayor West when he's firing the cats off. He's like, come on, man. Someone like, come on, Paul. <laughs> Paul, who calls her cat Paul? <laughs> yeah, right. So, and first thing I thought of is like, but this song is awesome. So, uh, this is a very cool tune. And the band is a band called Paul. The song's called Shimmelay. Dig this. I can't
Right on. A band called Paul with Shimile. Uh Great tune. And you know, remind me of Jupiter and Velvet, like the vocals. But still tripped out. I love the guitar work. <clears throat> the, the vocals were great. And a, a great flow to the song. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, and these guys are absolutely brilliant. Um, they're a Dublin band, so they've got my vote, you know, straight <laughs> away. <laughs> uh, just, oh, man. Um, but, yeah, this is this is a really, really, really strong tune, isn't it? It's just got that, like you say, it, it, it's a bit, um, uh, it's got, oh, God, what's the band you've just named? And now it's slipped out of my head. Say that again. Uh, but for, for, for this, guys? Yeah, what did you just say? Not Static uh, Inverona, you said... <laughs> no one else. Um, uh, oh, uh, Jupiter and Velvet. Thank you, Jupiter and Static Inverona. Jupiter and Velvet. Yeah, um, yeah, it's got that Jupiter and Velvet. My God. Was... <laughs> yeah, you always <laughs> have used to it every second. It's like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, got that kind of vibe going on. Um but yeah, it's just, I think it's kind of got that really uh, epic kind of quality. It's a bit like um, bands like Elba and stuff like that, where it's it's building on a theme continuously. It takes you on um, this kind of, you know, amazing kind of trip. <laughs> uh, to get but yeah, it's it's proper, proper good, that tune. I really like that. Uh, shout out to, I, I said a shout out in part one, but I'll say a shout out in part two as well, just in case he happens to listen at some point uh, to my dad, because it's Father's Day, and he's called Paul, and this is a band called Paul. Uh, that was a massive coincidence. We didn't play this track for you, Dad, but I hope you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right on, man. Well, <laughs> next up, uh, we have uh, artist by the name of Bob Lord. He's under Bob Lord Music on Twitter. This one's called Siege. Dig this. <laughs>
Right on. That was Bob Lord with Siege. And uh, like you're seeing off here, Mike, you're right. Completely funky and just all over the place. A little bit of techno and, you know, kind of pop, electro mix, electro pop mix. It was great. It was, it was really, really cool. And it was funny because, like I was telling you, um, I was kind of somewhat jamming to the song because I wasn't sure if Emma was paying attention because she's sitting literally on the other side of me and across the table. And she's on her phone right now, so I figured like her doing stuff, so she should pay attention. This year, moving, I say she's kind of moving too. Like, are you paying attention? She'll got her head down, looking at her phone, but still moving. So I think she kind of just, it was well like, doing one eye up. So I'm gonna get to record what I was doing in a few seconds after, uh, in, in a few minutes here. We'll, 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 we'll put up, and uh, it'll be uh, through um, uh, my uh, new music story, Doc Bones Instagram, and I'll post to her fan page, and she'll post it on Twitter as well. So we'll get her to do that in a second. But uh, until then, yeah, see, that was a great tune. Really enjoyed it, man. And it's keeping us and things further and further down this uh, this rabbit hole. Awesome. Loved it. I love that. I mean, I really wasn't expecting some of that to, to happen in that, in that tune. It was just kind of insane. I mean, it was really funky. The organ sound was really percussive, which I really liked. Like, we played a, played a clip on that, which was cool. I really like the the kind of it was a very clean sounding um, eight bit kind of breakdown that wasn't really a breakdown it was sort of the rest of the song but it was cool I, I actually um, I forgot like three months ago when when lockdown in the UK started I ordered um, this little like it's like a USB basically and you plug it into your TV and it's got two controllers and they're like like the old kind of Sega and Nintendo controllers and it's got like right. I don't know. 
three, four hundred games on it. Um, and it's all 8-bit. Most of them are like the originals, like the original Mortal Kombat, like the arcade version and stuff like that. Uh, and then there's some that are, you know, they've just made for it. Like there's Angry Birds, which obviously wasn't around then, but they've made an 8-bit version. But what, I've, what I kind of forgot, like there's some weird ones that you, you know, people, someone, people will probably remember that if they had the consoles, but I don't remember half of this. Um, there's like these weird, you know, racing games and all sorts of stuff. But what occurred to me and what I realised is how horrible a lot of the 8-bit music actually was. <laughs> like, it was genuinely yeah. dreadful and piercing and horrible to hear. Like, we've got it on the TV and it's all, you know, not really loud and everything. I was like, no, this is horrible. But so to hear, like, proper, nice, clean-sounding 8-bit style music, it's kind of cool. And I think you, you forget unless, you know, unless you sort of, you know, play those things regularly. <laughs> That music was not as nice as we all remember it. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> this, this is going to be gold uh, because um, while I was listening to your review, I was uh, getting M to, to record what I was doing to the previous song to see if she was paying attention while we were off air. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I am posting this, and just when I went, like I said, it's on my Doc Bones NMS Instagram. So, uh, new underscore music underscore Saturday underscore doc underscore bones on Instagram, and then I'll post her a fan page as well. But uh, I'll post that in just one moment here, so you can have a have a look because it is pretty funny. And and uh, so I'll post that in one moment here. But until then, let's get into our next song, which is of course Tex Mex Shaman from his new EP Rasputin Bones. The song's called Super. Dig this. <laughs>
one that was Tex Mex Shaman with Rasputin Bones. Well, that's the name of his new EP, Rasputin Bones. It's not called Super. And man, that was an awesome tune. It was like funky, jazzy, uh, and just just very melodic. It was an awesome tune, man. Like just this is probably one of my favorite ones up to what to date right now. Like he just kind of takes you so many different places musically it's it's hard to keep track but that's what makes him so unique and so badass so great tune what was the track called again it's called super <laughs> just wanted to say it oh just because it's fun <laughs> to say it right so <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to say it and it's fun to play it there you go um it's a brilliant track isn't it it's it's the guitar work is brilliant. The songwriting expertise is is strong in this one. Um, I made myself sound like Yoda, and didn't I? Be a terrible version. <laughs> uh, Yoda on Polish lager. <laughs> <laughs> the songwriting is strong in this one. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, it's it's just like I don't know. It's kind of messed up how he does so many different things like you know the variation in his music is phenomenal we've still got those records to give away yes yes i think now the world is opening up again maybe we'll we'll shine a light and and do those i think one of the things we'll we'll step a contest and like an easy contest so yeah exactly and you know maybe we'll play on something to do with the name tex-mex or something or maybe we'll just do a few different things and send them out but um, it'll be fun and easy and we'll, we'll you know so Exactly, it'd be great. Um, but yeah, it's honestly when you listen to the the last album, which is the one we've got, and then you listen to this EP, the variety of stuff is amazing. I it's know, all fucked right? up and crept out, mental, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's all really, really good. Uh, I really love it. I think the guy's super talented. Um, oh. Yeah, super talented. See what I did there. So man, just before we get to our next tune here, uh, just a quick uh, touch on Star Wars. It's funny because. Kim is not really a big fan of Star Wars. Eh, whatever, no big deal, right? But despite that fact, a lot of times, because I know well, I've told many, many stories about uh, our, our nose neighbor on the, on the, on the to the left of us, and, you know, there's a lot of times where we just go out front, well, I'll go out front for, for a smoke, or I'll be out front doing something or whatever, and then Em will come out, and, and she'll kind of, kind of look over, and she goes, because she and she would always say, I feel disturbance, disturbance in the force. And that's when the neighbor would walk out. Like, not really a big fan movie, but you like saying that one. I feel disturbance in the force, you know? So <laughs> <laughs> like, see that? The dogs can sense evil. So, <laughs> so on to the next song. And the next song is, of course, uh, one of our favorites. And... Uh, man, Andy never sends us anything but gold here. So here we go with Cosmic Boss and Tuned In. Dig this. Special is happening. Something rather special is happening. 
something rather special is happening. boss and tuned in and tripped out and funky as hell as always man i love their stuff always and this was such a great tune and really loved the the, the funky and and kind of kind of poppy bass and sound to the song it was really cool like really enjoy this one yeah man that's a great tune again uh, from cosmic boss who essentially always write amazing tunes and write hundreds of them at a time <laughs> um, and it's i mean it's incredible like it, I, it still can't get over how much music they put out like their podcasts are full of tunes it's like an album a month it's insane uh, it's it's really good and that's another great one um my personal favorite was the really beautiful one a week or two ago and that was just, i can't remember it's called but it was an absolute stunner um, this is right say again all weather umbrella that's what uh, that's that was a good tune. Um, oh, the the one oh, the, the um the with the with the um world premiere, but um yeah, oh, that's cool. Mombatito, uh, por favor. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, while you do that, um, 
which that was a great team, but all of their tunes are fantastic and they do a whole range of stuff uh, from some really kind of, you know, up-tempo, fast-paced stuff to the slower, trippier, and um, it's all really cool. Um, I'm also just, this is a bit random, but just because part two is down the rabbit hole, um, I have just learned, and I am slightly out of date here, so some people might have already heard this. This was a month ago, but a museum in Kansas uh, during the lockdown invited, I'm not sure how this happened, but invited a group of penguins to walk around and look at the paintings. And the pictures are incredible of these penguins that have gone on a day trip from a zoo to a museum. That, like, this isn't a joke, this is real. Um, <clears throat> I've gone from a day trip uh, from the zoo to a museum and and they're looking at the paintings and they're staring at them. And it's just ridiculous. I'm going to share some pictures That's of the awesome. article. <laughs> and it's absolutely amazing. It's like the best thing I've ever seen. Um, and because we're in the trippy world of part two, I thought, I'll share that story now. Yeah, Why not? For sure. <laughs> it's just <ridiculous. laughs> um, Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to paste it online. But wow. Wow. Right on, man. Well, um, we're going to move on here. <laughs> so next up, <laughs> uh, next up is Exposed Brick with Obet. Dig this.
fight on exposed brick with Ovet. Uh, now that was really tripped out. Uh, that was some cool, cool synth pop, and kind of actually reminded me a lot of of, of some of uh, Peter Klein stuff. But great mix, and it's, it's always such a, a just. Uh, it, it's hard to explain it because you no, know, they go from short to long songs, but each one's mixed so meticulously that it always comes out very cool and more tripped out than the last one or more influenced by one side of the coin than the other, but they always do such a good job at it. And that's why I always enjoy listening to their tunes. Yeah, man. Absolutely brilliant. Um, I've really been looking forward to playing this, this track tonight because it's just, you know, it was, it was there. And when it came in, I was like, that's going to work really, really well. And, and you just plucked it as you always do. Popped it in that place. <laughs> Went, yeah, well, I'm going to put it here, and then it's going to get ooh, I'm like, ooh. Um, but yeah, it just <laughs> ooh. Um, <laughs> oh, <yoink>. um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's just for me that's like movie soundtrack music. Like there are so many scenes in so many films that that could be the soundtrack to, or should be the soundtrack to. Um, it, it really has got an epic quality. Um, I'm just going to read you, not you, because I know you've read the article now, but just anyone that's listening and haven't read the, the article about the Penguins, I'm just going to read a little uh, quote from it, which is, I think it's the uh, museum, or the director of the museum said, um, the reason we wanted to expose the penguins to the water lilies, besides the fact it's one of our favourite paintings, is that it's so calming and soothing, he said. We thought maybe they would react to the soothingness of that painting but they seem to wander around and not particularly stop on that one. And there's a picture of two penguins walking away from the water lilies. This is amazing. Like This is the greatest thing I've stumbled across ever, quite possibly. Um, yeah. It's, <laughs> the whole thing is surreal. I love it. <laughs> anyway, um, great tune by Exposed Brett. I'm looking forward to it. It's brilliant. Oh, yeah. Now we're going to switch directions just a little bit, and then we're going to kind of kind of kind of elevate out of the trip a little bit but then dive right back into it after these next two songs so next up this is one of their brand new songs this is mono groove with backseat dig this
right on. Mono grew with back seed. That was kind of like a little doorstop spin out of, out, of, out, of the, out of the deep dive, kind of into somewhat reality for a little bit, as we call it. But that was Mono Groove with back seed. And that was funky, poppy, 70s. And what a lot of cowbell. Like, loved it. Uh, backseat Modern Group. And a big thank you to Reen Lennon for sending those along from Modern Group. Thank you so much. We really do appreciate it. Yeah, that's a brilliant tune. It reminded me, massively reminded me of uh, Nazareth. Um, oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, just got that whole vibe. Going. I might have said that last time we played these guys. I can't remember. I definitely said it about someone recently. Um, but, it, yeah, it really does. It's all about that kind of scene, which is amazing. Um, and yeah, the cowbell. Oh, don't hear enough cowbells in songs these days, mate. That was nice. <laughs> That's good to hear. Um, yeah, you know, it's funny because we, we, we mentioned that uh, for one of um, uh, what's it called, uh, like uh, why am I blanking their name? Um, <laughs> Stephanie, what the song is called, Stephanie. Uh, maybe oh, that's right, thank you. Danny Lynch from their album Maybe Dreamers. I think it was Stephanie or one of the cowbell, and it, it, and and she says, "You know what? I guess I guess we do. I think we do need more cowbell in this song." <laughs> and it was so Too funny. Right. And then they would they Claire and, and John were such a, a pleasure to interview. They were so much fun. Like they really were. They're, they're great, great people. So, yeah. Well, they'll be talking <laughs> again, hopefully in the near future. But next up, we have one more song to kind of keep us having just above, uh, just above uh, some of basic reality before we take a quick dive deep back down in. So next up, this is a song called Sunrise's Operation Neptune Spear, and this is from the lockdown sessions. Dig this. It's all acoustic, just keep you know, but it's pretty cool no matter what. Dig this.
yes, it's true. Neptune Spear with Sunrise from the Lockdown Sessions, obviously acoustic, and a different side of, of uh, Operation Neptune Spear, but man, it was awesome, and, and he was he was actually kind of shocked at our response, so he goes, I thought it was okay, but like, no man, this was awesome, and still feel bad when they missed on the interview, because it was a lot of fun to talk to him, let, let me tell you. Yeah, I, I've, I've listened back to that interview, and I'm <laughs> glad I missed it. This <laughs> <laughs> is great. But, yeah, this is... Man, this is so so good. It's it's completely different, obviously, to anything he normally does. It's normally big, heavy, growly, shouty bacon, and, and this, <laughs> this is this is totally serene and surreal. And I love it. I love I, you know. I think the lyrics are really smart. I think the melody is really cool. Uh, that one reminds me of "True Love Waits" by Radiohead. It's sort of oh, you yeah, know, man. I yeah, it's got that kind of thing going on. And it's just, yeah, really, really good. And he, he smashes that chord progression out absolutely brilliantly. Every time that goes round, it sounds fantastic. And he and he builds on itself. And it's it's great. You know, he's a good songwriter. And the mark of any good songwriter is someone who can do that, I think. Strip it down to, you know, one instrument and a singer or whatever. Uh, and, he, and he shows that he's a great songwriter right there. And it's brilliant. All right, man. Well, that was our little kind of... We'll call it pick up out, but uh, are we all ready to dive right back down the rabbit hole and go on another deep trip? Because here we go, because oh, yeah. <laughs> here we go, and it's going to get uh, pretty crazy. So next up is a band called Amongst the Pigeons. This one's called Can You Manage? Do You Understand? Dig this.
with can you manage do you understand and uh, that was a, a deep dive right back at the rabbit hole that was so tripped out and very very cool and man i just really enjoyed the song and like once going through submissions i listened to it's like oh man this is so part two right here like i mean like right away like 15 seconds in like this is a badass tune the mixes and and uh just just the, the technical part of this is, is always it always um amazes me just because like, i know it's not easy by any means so you, you really have to give credit to this, uh, these artists because a lot goes into organizing stuff it's not just a basic loop they're okay well we're done but no there's a lot more work that goes into it 100 percent amongst the pigeons is pure class like absolute class like the the depth of sound and the way that that's put together and just the general fucked upness of that tune is absolutely amazing and very very impressive uh and i love it i mean that's just brilliant really good isn't it um yeah man yeah well yeah. Just, just before you turn next tune uh i'm gonna link them or connect them uh because they remind me of peter klein as well and peter klein was one of my first like uh, electro kind of uh, um, or in that sort of electro, like electronic, like mm -hmm. interviews. And when I was talking to him, it was like, I learned so much and it was hard because I did, I've never done before. I was like, okay, well, what can I ask him? It's just it's a slow person. It's just, it's just one person and there's not really a band, but he's working with loops and different programs, that sort of thing. So how am I going to go about it? And Man, it was just, it was just so eye opening. It was just so cool because I said, "Well, how do you record?" It? He said, "Usually with analog." So he, at the time, just about three, four years ago, he said, "Well, you know what, man? I no, it's 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 one one take. If it works, one take. Great. If not, it's screwed up. Can't can't uh, do it over again. You got to start right from scratch in the beginning." So it's like, "Wow, that's impressive." Yeah. So one take, one take only. If not good, then yeah, you're working with a whole different looper beat. <laughs> Crazy Bad stuff. Yeah, man, that's totally insane. Yeah. So uh, next up, we're going to keep on diving down the down the rabbit hole here with a band that they haven't done anything in a while, and I'm also not sure if they're Rave and Grave or what have you, but it doesn't matter because they're a local band and uh, 
they've had a lot of good years, and I've seen a lot of good shows uh, that they put on. This is a band called the Gypsy Ghosts, of course, and the song's called The Black Walnut Tree. Dig this.
done. Gypsy Ghost with Black Walnut Tree off their album, their only full-length album, uh, Mad Men <laughs> Only. And this is by far one of the most tripped out songs on the album. And of course, you know, uh, <clears throat> as you know, Mike and I have played Gypsy Ghost many, many, many times. And a lot of, a lot of cool songs on that album, plus the, the couple they did not too long ago, Pressure and uh, and um, uh, name, uh, name was Demon. But either way, like I was saying off air, and I still say to this day, and I obviously told Pat this as well, Pat from Gypsy Ghost, that is by far one of his best solos ever. And just it's just so dark and so deep and just... I just I don't 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 know quite how to describe it, but man, it just it just really kind of just that 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 riff and the whole thing just kind of drives you right down, and not in a bad way, but you know what I mean. It just kind of pulls you right in with it. It's like you can really feel that song. Definitely some phrasing in there, but yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes to all. I love the Gypsy Ghosts. I think they're absolutely phenomenal. Um, I really hope they are still going. I know they're sort of you know, taking their time and running restaurants and keeping them sorts of stuff. Um, which, you know, believe me, I get it. Um, but they are so talented. It's a real shame they didn't keep going and keep releasing music in the same way, because, some way because they are just superb. Uh, I mean, that track, the saxophone at the end of that is just so messed up. It's insane. <laughs> like, it's just ridiculous. Um, I love it. I absolutely love it, mate. Saxophone. Such a muffle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so, man, we're going to keep it rolling here. And this is another one of our favorites. We haven't played in a little bit. But this is one of our favorite local artists in the Ontario province of Ontario. This is, of course, Ed Roman. And I wish the Wolfman was back. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. And this is because the other day, Ed Mitch goes, you're your beard's so thick. You look like Wolfman Jack's like, no, that's a that was a, that's a great Ed Roman tune. Let a tune. Let's play that. So here you go with Ed Roman and I wish the Wolfman was back. All right.
That was awesome. Like, I love that tune. And Ed Roman is one of the coolest guys I've ever had the privilege to interview. I got to interview him a, few, a couple of times, and such a down to earth guy. And man, so fun. The first interview I did with him about probably about five years ago now, maybe a little bit more. Man, an hour and a half. <laughs> like, we, we played three tracks, and we went on forever. But he was such a great guy because he's a music teacher as well. You know, he just all involved. And when I got to see him here in London, man. What a very uh, gracious and, and and humble a humble guy, you know. And uh, cause, like, I I showed up there with uh, with uh, Mike G, right? So, yeah, yeah. He goes, you guys here just two years ago. Yeah, well, goes well, man. Because that's my wife, my sister in law. Let's go take a seat over there with them. It's like, oh, sure, what else? So introduce ourselves, and we had a great time. And so Ed did some covers and some of his own songs too, because it was just him was in the band. But it was still a great concert, man. And he's signed all the CDs, give me a T-shirt. Yeah, he's a, he, he's such a great person and. Great time interview, a lot of fun, especially when he took his trip to uh, Jamaica because it has a song called Jamaica that we played. It's been a while, we can get that next week actually. But it just kind of talking about the culture and what he experienced, kind of kind of going into kind of the offbeat roads and playing music with the locals and that sort of thing. So, yeah, but great tune, love Wolfman Jack. And because M kind of mentioned that, it's like, well, you know what, that's a good point. And uh, of course, uh, everybody, everybody knows Wolfman Jack from uh, American Graffiti, right? So yeah, 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 but great tune and awesome musician. Uh, there's, there's, Ed, Ed is one in a million. So, yeah, totally. He's a fantastic musician, super, super talented. That's a brilliant track. I love that track. Um, you know, we've we've played that a couple of times. Well, more than a couple of times, a few times, and it's just superb. Like it's so, so, so good. Uh, it's just got that funky kind of beat. It's got an amazing bass line, that haunting kind of organ thing is brilliant. And his vocal is just so charismatic. It's fantastic. Um, he's amazing. I love this guy. Is he doing anything new? Has he done anything? Uh, not yet. Um, I know we've gotten uh, some emails from his management, MTS management, and nothing new on Ed yet. And I've checked some of the other stuff to see, but nothing's new posted yet. But you know, it was funny because one time when we were talking and we were talking to Messenger, and I said, well, um, we, we set something up now. And he's like, oh, well, you should go through my management. Uh, I was like, oh, come on, Ed. I was like, yeah, no, no, come on. You know, you got to go through Michael's. Okay, man, well, I'll, I'll, I'll email I'll email Mike right now. And so he was like, oh, yeah, of course. When it was set up for? Okay, done. And Mike Stover was all over it, right? So it was awesome. Because <laughs> Mike Stover is, is a great guy, too. Because I interviewed a couple artists off his label from MTS Management. So, so shout yeah. out to uh, uh, Michael Stover from MTS Management as well. And he's the one who initially hooked us up with Ed Roman. So a big thank you goes all around there. So little by little, we help each other out. So there you go. So next up, uh, <clears throat> we're, we're still keeping on the trip down, down spiral here of down the rabbit hole. And 
we're going a little bit more electronic, electronic with this one. And this is a band called Analog Wave with a song called Dead Cat Bounce. Dig this. Somehow I fell in and I'm drowning Need to get some control, I need to get out of here This place is caving in on me Be between the lines and make it better It's getting hard, I need it more than ever And I gotta leave So try not to bend on me It all comes down And I scream out loud I believe it So hard to get out of this darkness to circle my soul I need to get out of here This place is caving in on me Out of phase with reality Playing games with my sanity Screaming at me what I need But what I need is here with me When it all comes down And I scream out loud I believe it It's days like these When it all comes down And I scream out loud I believe it
right on. Analog wave with dead cat bounce. And this is from their Flint album called Cashmere, which is by far a, such an amazing album. It was all crowdfunded, but they did an amazing job. The mixing was incredible. I got a chance to interview them, and obviously we played um, a couple of new tunes by them in the past like couple of years. So their their uh, their song uh, uh, Drowned with uh, uh, Sophia Bondell. There was one more that I can't remember the name of it right now, but either way, Analog Wave is always really cool, and I just can't wait for more new stuff from them. But always a great tune, and just so catchy, and kind of dark, you know. But I just it, they go in so many different directions electronically; it's it's almost kind of hard to keep up. But they just it's such a good mix of whatever they're doing in some cases. Like I really do enjoy it; always have. Yeah, it's it's super dark and it's absolutely beautiful. And that's the thing; it's it's that brilliant mix of you know genuine, you know, kind of heartstring pulling beauty uh, in this sort of tripped out um, electronic dark mad world. And they just do it brilliantly. I absolutely love these guys. I mean, this is such a beautiful tune; it's incredible. Right on, man. Well, we have uh, three more songs left to get to tonight. Uh, the next one up is a band called the Soviet Girls, and the Soviet Girls were part of our Michigan NMS on tour, which we need to get back into, which Kim has mentioned to me a few times, like, yeah, you're right, we haven't done a while, probably some interviews to get to, and because we can't do NMS on tour and the interviews in the same night, so we'll get back on that too. So here we go with brand new Soviet Girls, and I just, I just got this because I got the, the, the message from Bandcamp saying the Soviet Girls were just released a new single. I was like, oh, awesome, I'm on it. So... Here we go with Soviet Girls and Cold Hearted. Dig this.
right on Soviet girls and cold hearted, uh, b- bit of bit dark lyrically, but it was very, very great. I, I well, very, very good. I just loved that, uh, the, um, I'm trying to think of the best way to put this. Like, uh, obviously, it was acoustic, but just just the spin on it. They 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 put it was kind of poppy but mellow and dark at the same time. I just like how they it was it was uh, more as I guess you could say um, composed and produced. It was a great mm. tune. They really did a really good job with this one. Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, it's it's the vocal reminds me a bit of Kimia Dawson. It's got that sort of slight quirkiness and a little bit of bounce to it. And then it's set over this sort of almost drony bedroom pop, you know, strokes type rhythm where it's all downstrokes and stuff. Right. And it just sounds really, really good. Like it's completely, oh, yeah. you put it together and, it, and you're like, wow, that's a great thing that they've got going on there. And it sounds like lo-fi and bedroom and just, sounds cool uh and it's it's got great heart and great soul in it as well i love that i think it's really good yeah man i really enjoyed this one as soon as i saw the email like i listened to it last night and pretty much like mm-hmm. like you know it was kim and i was in the couch i was just like oh i think i'm gonna buy this one so yeah totally totally so when i went and bought it pretty much it was right away it's like boom, boom done all right okay so <laughs> we have uh, two words on <clears throat> excuse me two words on to get to tonight next uh band up is i'm uh, gonna say it's per- Pronounce uh, uh, Leotia, L I O T I A. I'm not sure Leosha or Leotia. I, uh, please let me know uh, um, the right pronunciation. I really appreciate it. But here we go with their song, Silence. Do this. Thank you. 
then uh, that was uh, a Leo T or Leo Shun, I'm not sure you pronounce it, but that song was called Silence. And man, she had such a beautiful voice. My God, it was an amazing song. Very tripped out, very uh, uh, um, uh, melodic and, and trippy and, and dream poppy. But man, that voice was great. And I was ta- when I was talking to Em when the song was playing, I said, you know, she kind of reminds me a little bit of Hannah Bearcat, uh, kind of, but not bits and pieces because Hannah Bearcat's more uh, of like uh, Amy Lee Evanescence, you know, kind of a best re- a resemblance. But now that I think about it, uh, um, uh, does, doesn't she sound a little bit uh, like a, in a few songs from Hands of Blue, like with Gina? Totally. That's, that was in my head. Yeah. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Gina, Gina from Hands of Blue, man, there's a look. It sounds like a close connection right there, and they both have great voices. And I still, still love the story when when Gina's like, "Oh, well, I only took voice lessons about a year ago." Like, excuse me, you're what now? Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> like, holy crap! <laughs> so, well, yeah, exactly. We're both floored. Like, man, it's not like you've been singing like pressure for like ten years. Like, holy shit! <laughs> I know, man. I know. Um, I love this track. I, I think I've listened to this track. 20 to 30 times in the last two days um i just i can't get enough of it to be honest with you i think it's absolutely brilliant um i, I think it's on Bandcamp for like a dollar or it might even be pay what you want i can't remember um and it's just absolutely fantastic i mean i, I just i don't know what it is there's something about i, I mean again like i I'm, i like when bands kind of put a little bit about a track and, and put like the lyrics and stuff on there. So it's got all the lyrics on there, which is cool. Um, when you start to read that, you're like, this is really good. Uh, and it talks about kind of the intimate vocals and swooping cellos and stuff. And it's like, but it really is powerful. Um, definitely reminded me of, of Dina from Hands of Blue. Um, definitely had that going on. I've been thinking that uh, in the last few weeks as well. Uh, last few days, sorry, as well. Um, but yeah, it's, it's come out this month. I don't know much else about the band or I think they're a duo. Um, I don't know anything else really about them, but I think they are fantastic. Um, and it just it appeared on a Twitter thread. I can't remember which one or about what, but uh, you know, it was it was it was a brilliant find. Really, really pleased that they uh, they sent it through. And it's absolutely stunning. One more song. Right on, man. Well, we are going to finish up tonight again with uh, Grim and. Uh, you know what? I checked his SoundCloud, and there's looks like there's a new EP up. There's nothing. Things not on Twitter anymore, and I, I'm I'm not sure if he got off Facebook as well because I was friends with him on Facebook. Uh, besides the the, the the fan page, right? So right. I was looking for a song because I had it on, a, on on one of my hard drives, and I can't I couldn't find the hard drive. But then I said, you know what? Oh, wherever SoundCloud still exists, like oh, is there? This looks like new, but I I, I they, you can't download them, so I'm not sure you can purchase them yet, but I got the song mm-hmm. I was looking for, and this song is awesome. Like, it really, really does. And a perfect way to finish up the show. This is a song by Grim. It used to be like, used to be under at Grim Dairy on on, on uh, Twitter, but it's not there anymore. Trust me, I checked. But uh, so we're gonna finish up tonight's show and uh, finish up our, our our trip down the rabbit hole with Grim and Keeping Two Losers. Dig this.
because we're not friends. I don't wanna see you, because we're not friends. I don't wanna see you, because we're not friends. I don't wanna see you, because we're not friends. songs by him and this was like individual from either ep from digital throw up and is now saved journal from your computer but it is i i just happened to come upon this when i first actually played it uh he had mentioned to me that he put a couple of uh, new songs on soundcloud and this one he hadn't told me but i was like oh this is a great tune it's a free download perfect you know so uh but regardless of that uh it's like i i i missed his music so i hope he's kind of coming back onto the scene again because like he has a crazy industrial mix and he's from Derry, Ireland. Like so uh he's Irish as well. So and I know I know we had a couple of times, because uh, I interviewed him a couple of times and uh we we he, I kinda tried my Irish accent, he, he judged it, he goes, Oh come on, it's like okay, well I'll get we'll give it a try. But uh, <laughs> I, 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 I hope I hope I hope I don't offend, you know, I can so either way, um great tune and he was a lot of fun to interview and I totally totally fangirled when I interviewed him. <laughs> I think I've fallen into this trap before where you, you've said something like that and because I, I, I can do an Irish accent but I can't do a Northern Irish accent right. he's from the North, and I, I, I do a very poor attempt so I'm not going to fall into that trap um, <laughs> but, but I'm also I'm, I'm quite comfortable doing an Irish accent because my entire family is Irish so I don't feel there's anything wrong with that <laughs> um, but anyway uh, oh, this glorious is, day <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Just a caveat. <laughs> um, this is brilliant. It's glitchy and it's beautiful. And to me, it feels like, uh, it, I mean, to be honest, it feels a bit like Narnia, but it feels like you're walking through 
It's like you're walking through a forest and it's just there's a layer of fresh, crispy snow on the ground. And those little glitch noises feel like you're crunching in the snow. And, and in my mind, I'm sort of looking out for, you know, talking lions and all that kind of shit. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic, this tune. I love it. It's a great way to end part two, but again, I'm sad that part two is over. Thankfully, we'll be back next week. That's a whole week away. I know, eh? And uh, you know, it's funny too, was because I, I, uh, I know, I emotionally came and said last song. She's like, already? And yeah. She's like, yeah, because that went away so quick, right? So um, just before we yeah, close off the night fun. here, we usually, we, we're going to finish with the Krieger like we normally do. But my question to you, Mike, is we'll add an extra one in. So should we do... Uh, Krieger and the ant laser, or should we do uh, everybody take a panty of socks? Ant laser, it's gonna be ant laser. Okay, so here we go, <laughs> guys. Have a fantastic night. Thank you so much for listening. We've had an awesome time uh, heading head first and deep diving the rabbit hole from the heavy metal part of part one. So we'll talk to you again next week, and we'll be entering uh, Shotgun Twenty One, which would be awesome. So stay tuned for that. So remember, we'll have a little bit of cutback of songs. We'll go to about 22, 23. We'll see. But until then, guys, have a great weekend. Uh, to all the fathers out there, a happy Father's Day too, which is tomorrow. Well, in the UK, it's already midnight. Oh, past that day tomorrow. Anyways, but you know what I mean. So until next time, this has been Dr. Bones, the Doc of Rock, uh, saying have a great night. Thank you so much. And Mike Five, I wish they were. Cheers. Have a great night, everybody. Bones out. And thank you, Mr. Dr. Krieger, ahead of time. <laughs> Memory banks of the supercomputer. Woo! Shrinky ding that! Trigger out.